It's that time again, fellers, as Doc Journal presents the Free Parking Show. Just a bunch of country boys who have a lot to say about sports. They invite you to call in, text, or just listen in. So pull up a comfy chair and crack open a beer. It's time to talk sports, chicks, and flicks. And we're live here on the Peter, or I'm sorry, the free parking show. Uh, if case you didn't notice, Christmas is gone and passed. There's a huge game going on, uh, Monday Night Football. Bengals are beating the Broncos right now 14-10. to 10. It doesn't look like Denver's defense has showed up at all. Uh, the kicker for Cincinnati just missed a field goal. Could have went up 17 to nothing. Uh, that's what's going on. How was everybody's holiday on a Friday? Everyone good? Everyone's great. It was great. I had a great time. I ate way too much, but totally worth it. Yeah, absolutely. I had a blast. It was good to see the family. Uh, I'm still with my family. I'm still at home in Maryland here. Loving it. All right. Uh, we are going to do a real quick rundown for the for the scores. It's going to be a little different tonight. we got about a 30-minute show for you guys. Uh, so here we go. Uh, Raiders 23, Chargers 20 in overtime. Redskins 38, Eagles 24. Amos, the Skins are the fourth seed. Is it mirrors this team dangerous with the way the with the way Kirk Cousins are playing? Yeah, absolutely. They're extremely dangerous. Whoever they play in the playoffs needs to be careful because Kirk Cousins is playing at a very high level. He's completing high percentage passes, and they could really surprise some people. And Peter, I read, I, I looked up the stats on Kirk Cousins. He has actually got the highest completion percentage among starting quarterbacks in the league right now. I was surprised, but you know what? I, I can't help but root for him. Uh, he just seems like a fun-loving, nice guy, and it was really funny to watch him start that you like that chain after the game. So hats off to him. He's playing phenomenal football on a team that was just letting him down some weeks and some weeks was helping him out, and I'm happy to see them in the playoffs, and I, and I hope Kirk Cousins has a great career. And Ryan, with them holding the fourth seed, I think they would play the fifth seed, which is right now either it's either going to be Green Bay or Minnesota. Can they beat either one of those teams? That's a tough call right there. Uh, I mean, it's going to be so hard for them to compete with either of those teams. They're just quality teams. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't definitely been disappointed in the way that Green Bay has played as of late. So that might be a possibility. Uh, I think the Vikings aren't nearly as strong as people think they are because I think they're one-dimensional in offense. So all you got to do is stop Peterson and you win the game. And I think that uh, that this defense is capable of that. I mean, I don't think people are talking enough about the defense right now. Ryan Kerrigan is phenomenal. Yeah, they're, they're playing excellent football. And I made the joke to my father-in-law the other night, oh, the Reds, he's a red, huge Redskins. Hold Redskins are going to win the division. He, of course, me and me and my wife's brother both told him the Redskins going to win the division. He was like, well, I'm going to come over and brag. Demar said, and you rightfully can. After all the misery you guys have been through with RG three years, minus his rookie year. Uh, running down the score still, Colts 18, Dolphins 12, Chiefs 17, Browns 13, Bills 16, Cowboys 6, Lions 32, 49ers 17, Ravens 20, Steelers 17, Ryan the Steelers really blew a golden opportunity, but do you think they can still get in the playoffs? We all know it's a possibility. It's a possibility that they can make the playoffs. Um, and you, I mean, you said it perfectly. Uh, the ball was in their court, and they and they messed it up. Uh, there's a possibility the Jets have to lose to the Bills 
Um, I do not see that happening. I don't think they're going to. I think that the Jets are going to beat the Bills. Uh, and then I think that they're going to, um, the, you know, they're going to be the one that makes the playoff. And, Peter, I, I think most of us had our lock of the weeks for last week. I don't think anybody really expected Baltimore to put up much of a fight. I was shocked. I mean, Ryan Mallett beat beat the Steelers. Ryan Mallett beat the Steelers. Let's just think it for a second, right? Ryan Mallett, come on now. I, I mean, the guy that overslept and missed a flight and had to book his own damn ticket. Well, he was in, in ridiculous. Off to the Ravens. I mean, they're trying to play spoiler right now when the Steelers just took a huge hit in the playoff seating, or if they could even make it. And Amos, did the Ravens find their backup quarterback with Ryan Mallett? Uh, yeah, that's up and down. I think, yeah, absolutely, he could be there, and he could be a decent backup for them to come in, and he wipes up garbage time. But Joe Flacco coming back, you know, they're kind of the same quarterback, real tall, big arms. Uh, yeah, I could see him staying there and being that backup for a while. Keep let's keep the scores right on goal, going. Bears twenty six, Bucks twenty one, Jets twenty six, Patriots twenty in overtime. Peter, was that the right call by Bill Belichick to start overtime by just kick off? I do, and the reason I say that is because if they had held them to a field goal, they at least would have had a chance to tie it up. Um, New England's offense was struggling most of the game. In fact, they only scored one offensive touchdown. The other touchdown was, was via the defense. Um, but I don't blame them for doing that because if they had been pinned back and went three and out because they were struggling on third downs or really even to move the ball, they would have gave the Jets premier field position. So I don't blame Belichick for doing it. And I think at the end of the day, it was a good decision. And there's no, there's no reason to second, there's no reason to second question it. You know, like I said, it, it was a good idea at the time. Kick it, see if you can hold them to a punt and they get better field position, but it just didn't work out that way. Ryan, you actually picked the Jets and got this one correct. I did. I did. I thought the Jets were. Uh, I just thought that the Jets really were desperately needed this win. They were going to fight harder uh, than the Patriots were. And I think that the Jets have a really quality team from top to bottom. And Amos, uh, that was kind of a meaningless game in, in the long term sense of things. The way the playoff picture plays out now, New England beats Miami on Sunday. They're going to wind up with the top seed either way it goes. So I think, was do you think Bill Belichick was just kind of? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that was a game. Just, you know, different with injuries and stuff. You're trying out different formations, see if you can get different thing go, different things going. Kind of get some pick plays going, uh, switch it up in that secondary a little bit, rotate, see how they're going to do. And I think that was more of an experimental game than anything. Uh, Texans 34, Titans 6. Ryan, I was wrong about Zach Mittenberger. He is completely useless as a quarterback, has not won an NFL game yet. But did the Cowboys cut the wrong quarterback now that Whedon has won back-to-back games? Um, no, I don't think so. I think that they, uh, this team is just set up better than the Cowboys are to win games. Uh, you know, Hopkins is an outstanding wide receiver. They have the weapons there. And they run that uh, you know, um, they're on the play action so much that they have so much time uh, coming out of the pocket. I I don't think they made that mistake. Plus, I mean, Tennessee's kind of weak, and I definitely told you guys all that you do not place faith in Zach Mettenberger. Yeah, you did tell us that, and we kind of uh, took took the back road, took the high road on that one. Uh, Saints thirty eight, Jaguars twenty seven. Amos, do the Saints get rid of Drew Brees with that uh, thirty million dollar cap? cap hit coming up as well as Sean Payton at the end of this year 
Yeah, I really do. I think they're looking forward to this next season to start rebuilding, start making a new team, get some younger guys in there, especially at the quarterback position. And I, I do. I think it's a rebuilding year, and I don't think you see Peyton or Breeze there. Rams 23, Seahawks 17. Peter, this game was a bit of a shock. This this was my number two shocking game of the week because I didn't think anybody believed that Seattle was going to lose to St. Louis at home. Uh, now they're sitting at the sixth seed, and we'll after you know, I, I misread this whole thing. I think they will have to go to uh, whoever gets the fifth seed. No, correct me if I, it'll be whoever gets the third seed. Who's sitting at the third seed right now? Anyone know? Um, that would uh, be the uh, the Packers, would it not? Uh, as it stands right now, yes. So can uh, the Packers or the Vikings? Okay, yeah. Depend depending depending on what happens Sunday, which I still think they're going to flex that game. Uh, I actually had it written down here. I'm I'm just trying to keep it going here. Uh, does Seattle win in Green Bay or Minnesota, Peter? Um, no, they don't. And the thing is, they're going to have to go either. They're going to have to go to either one of those places. Um, well. Actually, well, they, well, if they if Green Bay wins, well, yeah, yeah, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to go to the third seed no matter what, I guess. Um, unless they, well, if Green Bay wins, then they should move them to the fifth seed if they win against Arizona. But if they have to go to Green Bay or Minnesota, I don't see them winning because uh, it, it it's hard to say because I, I they play really well, but they kind of got exposed a little bit on um, this past week when. The running game didn't help. Russell Wilson was the leading rusher. It wasn't his fault. He tried all he could to try to win that game for that team, and they just it was just bad. But I don't see him winning or see the Seattle winning in Minnesota or Green Bay. Green Bay, they probably have a better chance, but definitely not Minnesota. And on Sunday night, uh, I'm sorry, no, it was the, the marquee matchup for the afternoon game was uh, Cardinals 38, Packers 8. Ryan, you said a Wednesday night that the Cardinals are the best team in the league, and I think this is your pick to win the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, 100% correct. This is by far the best team on both sides of the football, uh, the most uh, dominant team. They, they, I mean, they're, you can make an argument for them for being the best offense in the, in the NFL right now and an argument for them being the best defense in the NFL right now. They play outstanding football. This defense is opportunistic, as you saw. So many turnovers. Uh, I believe they had something like eight, seven sacks in that game. Uh, completely dominated from start to finish. This is a very dominant team, and it's a team that I like to win the Super Bowl. Vikings 49, Giants 17. Amos, the Giants look like they didn't even want to be there last night. Yeah, no, I agree. They looked like they forgot what sport they were even playing. Just mistake after mistake. You know, old Eli showed up and showed us who he really is and who he's been all season. And it was very disappointing to see them go down like that, even though, you know, as a Patriots fan, that hurts me a little bit to say. But I thought that was going to be a really, really good game, and it was just a blowout. Real quick question for all three of you. The Giants, obviously, what he just touched on, didn't, didn't look like they wanted to be there last night. Do you think it's possible that once they found out the Redskins won the division, they had no chance of getting in, they just say, oh, let's just give up? I don't think so. No, you don't think so? You just think it was a typical Eli Knight? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> what about you, Peter? I don't know. The Giants with that Odell Beckham Jr. were, were pretty lethargic, and um, it was hard to watch. So I, I don't want to say that the Giants just gave up, but... 
New York is just a complete dysfunctional football team right now, and they definitely did not deserve to be in the playoffs, and it's just horrible. I am going to go on the opposite here. I 100% think they gave up. I 100% think that they gave up this football game. You saw what they've done the last couple weeks. I mean, they played Carolina, I believe, through a three-point game. Um, and every team that they've played in the last couple weeks has either beat or come very close to beating uh, and then get dominated. This team gave up. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to come back with one of our favorite segments, the Bum and Studs of the Week. Take us out, Ryan. You're a bum. <laughs> All right, guys, <laughs> you're listening to us on the Jock Journal Radio. Uh, keep listening in. We'll be right back. Well, the boys are talking, and the show is really moving along. But we need to take a break before a fight breaks out. People end up in the hospital. Stay tuned. And we'll be right back now, you hear? <laughs> that boy's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. How would you love to generate a great income from the comfort of your home? Well, now you can. This amazing money-making home-based business is designed to give you time and freedom. Would your life change if you made $10,000 within 21 days and $20,000 plus every month thereafter? Sounds amazing, right? Anyone can do it, even you. Call 800-704-8681 and let their expert staff tell you all about this brand new business opportunity. Why wait? You have nothing to lose. We have the tools, training, resources, and community to help anyone get on the fast track to success. Call 800-704-8681. That's 800-704-8681. It's the easiest, most powerful home-based money-making system on the web. Call today and change your life. Are you looking for the web's best sports news? Visit jockjournal.com. Sports media has lost its touch. It seems that journalists are scared to report what they see for fear of losing access to the teams they cover. At jockjournal.com, you get inside info on the entire NFL community without all the politics or fears other writers have. That's jockjournal.com. When you need the NFL sports news, information, opinions, fantasy, football, or discussions, there's only one place to go and it's jockjournal.com all right guys and girls out there you need to download the sports mania name that sport app on itunes uh this game is unbelievably challenging this trivia game that everyone is talking about played by thousands of sports fans around the world each puzzle contains pictures that relate to some type of sport challenge yourself to unlock the answers some answers are easier than others they have hundreds of questions so download the game now and try it out it's unbelievably challenging we thought this game was going to be very easy uh we all four of us downloaded all four of us started playing it it is very hard amos i know that you played it uh and tell the folks out there how hard is this game yeah it's extremely challenging uh it'll really test your knowledge on any you know sports sports figure it's going to be all over the place with you know anywhere from the olympics to football to skydiving it's an amazing game very challenging very fun very much worth it i suggest you go out and get it that's sports mania name that sport on itunes only and if you can't trust trusty amos who can you trust folks so go get it sports mania
Name that sport. One eight seven seven cars for kids. K A R S cars for kids. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. Also on the web at carsforkids.com. That's cars with a K. We're a recognized 501c3 charity organization, so you'll receive a maximum tax deduction. What's more, you'll receive a free vacation voucher of three days and two nights. One eight seven seven cars for kids. K-A-R-S, Cars for Kids, 1877 Cars for Kids, donate your car today. Okay, the boys have settled down. One has a beard in and the other has a steak on his eye. Why don't you give them a call and tell them what you think? All right, folks, folks, you're listening to us on the Jock Journal Radio. If you want to text in, let us know what you're thinking. Text to 77948, and we will answer your questions if you got them, or just lay some comments down for everybody to, to think about. All right, Rich, heading to the next game. Uh, Yeah, before we get to the bumps and suds of the week, I zipped through that real fast. I forgot to mention Amos, of all people, you got Carolina losing to Atlanta. Tell us how that went down. Oh, it was very, very, very exciting to watch. A couple weeks ago, I called it. I thought Atlanta would split. And in this league, in the NFL, it's hard to beat a team once, let alone beat them twice. And really, I think the big play, the play of the game, had to be the 70-yard touchdown pass to Julio Jones, who made that amazing catch and got it in the end zone. And to me, that was the storyline of that game. That one play kind of defined how that game was going to end up. And I mean, Carolina played hard, but Atlanta played harder. Yep, and I think uh, the biggest question was, where was uh, Josh Norman? All right, this is one of our favorite segments of the week, and, uh, you know, every Monday you've heard it here before, the bums and studs of the week. I'm going to start us off. I I did some thinking on who my bum of the week, but it's technically not even an NFL player. It's an NFL player's wife. Miko Grimes, you get my vote for bum of the week. You don't go off and say, I can't believe we signed with the Dolphins. Or she, what did she say? Oh, I knew that this quarter, because she, she was speaking of Ryan Hill saying how bad of a quarterback he was and how bad he stunk the moment they signed with his team. For those that know, know about Miko Grimes, she is a head case of all head cases amongst NFL wives. And like I said, my stud of the week is going to go to Kirk Cousins. He was going to get my vote last week. I, I'm sorry, but I think Kirk Cousins is playing some of the best football out of all the quarterbacks in the league right now. Uh, Peter, go ahead. Well, uh, I'm going to start with my stud of the week before I go to the home of the week. Um, my stud of the week definitely goes to Cousins. Uh, I mean, God, just what an amazing performance. Uh, you know, another another great performance in the win. And then another stud of the week, uh, i got to give it to Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, best football of his career this year. I'm really, really excited for him. I like him. And as far as my bum of the week, uh, man, it's going to go to the entire Miami Dolphins team. They lose to Charlie Whitehurst. How do you lose to Charlie Whitehurst? I don't. I don't get that. And in, in the words of Coach Mick, you're a bum. <laughs> hey, don't knock clipboard Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Who is now on IR? They placed him on IR too. 
I heard they're going out and getting Josh Freeman next. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, Ryan. All right, Ryan, who you got? Well, I was going to say Kirk Cousins because I've been backing this guy for uh, quite some time now, but uh, he was stolen. So I'm going to go with Chris Matthews, uh, the Baltimore Ravens wide receiver. If you're not familiar with him, um, you were if you watched that game. He had nine catches, 100 yards, and one touchdown. But he, was, he came up big in the special teams. Uh, it seemed like um, almost on every play, just Chris Matthews was there. Every time he was on the field, he was involved in the play. Uh, came out big. Uh, a lot of hustle out of this kid. A huge. I think Chris Matthews doesn't suit up for this game. Uh, the Ravens don't win. I mean, he it's just he was on so many plays. They said his name constantly throughout this game. Uh, played an absolutely uh, great game. Uh, for my bum of the week, it's going to be the entire Packers offensive line. They give up like seven sacks, and if anybody who watched this game, uh, the running backs couldn't get anything done unless it was Eddie Lacy. Starks, you know, got nothing done. Eddie Lacy did have a couple nice runs. Aaron Rodgers had no time whatsoever in the pocket. Uh, I mean, I remember there was one sequence, first, second, and third down, he was sacked. And then third down was a sack, fumble, strip, touchdown, if, I'm, if my memory is correct. Uh, they did absolutely nothing to protect Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and, I mean, they did absolutely awful. It's one of the worst offensive line performances I've ever seen. And Amos, who you got? Well, for my start of the week, I was going to go with Matt Ryan, but I'm going to go with the entire Atlanta Falcons team. Uh, played extremely well on both sides of the ball. Just Matt Ryan had 300 yards passing, just made great decisions other than the one fumble. Julio Jones had 179 yards receiving, also just excellent game. Devontae Freeman gave them just enough on the ground to keep them balanced. And that defense, Vic Beasley Jr. getting, you know, getting constant pressure on Cam Newton. He's a rookie. He's been playing lights out. I thought they, on both sides of the ball, they played just uh, they did, played a perfect game to beat Carolina. And for my bum of the week, I'm going to go with Ben Roethlisberger. At one point, at what point do you just understand that just throwing it up and hoping one of your guys comes down with it, it's just got to end. And you're just hurting your team by continuing to do that. And I know some of that's the play calling. I mean, actually get some people running routes instead of just these go routes. No, no, just real disappointed. I thought the Steelers were going to walk away with that game. I even thought Martavis Bryant and Antonio Brown may have over 200 yards receiving a piece, and that was just a very pitiful quarterback play. All right, that was the bum and start of the week. Uh, real quickly, I'm going to run down the AFC standings and the NFC standings. Uh, you guys give me a brief uh, statement on, you know, if you like what you see or what's going to change. Right now it's Patriots 1. Bengals 2, Broncos 3, Texans 4, Chiefs 5, Jets 6 in the AFC. Uh, like I said, this game going on now, if Denver happens to lose this game tonight, they will go to the 6th seed. That will put the Chiefs at the 3 seed and the Jets at the 5 seed. I think that's how it's going to go down. Personally, I think those 6 teams are the 6 teams you see in the playoffs. Peter, what do you think? Okay, Pats 1, Bengals 2. Um, I'm still going to it's tough because if the Broncos lose tonight and they I think they can still beat San Diego, but I'd put Denver at three. You know, I'm just gonna say Pats one, Bengals two, 
I'm going to put Denver three, so I'm going to put Houston at four, Chiefs five, and the Jets. I think we're going to get in at six. I don't, I don't think the Steelers. So you don't think it's going to change? It. So it's not going to change at all. Uh, Ryan, what do you think? Well, I think the Broncos are losing this game, and if anybody's been watching, the score is still fourteen to three. Um, I don't think I don't see them winning, so I think they drop. But it's not going to change the six teams that are in there. No, it's still going to be the same six teams uh, that make it in the end. But I do think that they end up. The you know Broncos lose this game, and uh, Chiefs bounce up. And I want to say uh, to all Chiefs fans out there, and any Kansas City Chiefs that are listening, you started the season one and five, and they're yeah. going to win their division. Uh, yep. in a tough division at that. You know, you had the Raiders who played very well this year. Broncos have a great team, of course. Uh, so you know, a, a lot, a tip of the hat to them. They played an excellent season and really came back strong. And last but not least, Amos. Uh, I think I'm all going to – actually, I completely agree with what Ryan had to say. I, I took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, I couldn't agree more. That was a perfect statement. And in the NFC, it's pan- – oh. In the NFC, were Panthers one, Cardinals two, Packers three, Redskins four, Vikings five, Seahawks six. Carolina ends up losing to Tampa Bay. That gives Cardinals a one seed, and they are playing in Seattle. It's divisional week anyway, so all these games are tough. But I think the six teams you see are in. I think three, four, five, and six will not change. I think maybe I think this may be what you see going in, Peter. Um, all right, so this is pretty interesting. I I think the Panthers still hold number one. Um, the Cardinals hold number two. I'm actually going to put the Vikings at three. I don't know if the Packers are going to be able to beat the Vikings next week. I'm not really happy with what I've seen from them. So I'm going to put Panthers one, Cardinals two, Vikings three, Washington four, um, Green Bay five, and Seattle six. I, cause I don't think Seattle's going to beat Arizona, so... Now, I would just swap the Vikings and the Packers and keep the rest of what they are. Ryan. This is interesting because I don't think that the pressure's off Carolina. They don't really have to win this game. Uh, but pressure's off Arizona, too. They don't need to win this game either. Um, and I think they, they have the tougher opponent. So, uh, you know, I just don't see either of them, like, starting starters next week. There's no reason really for them to do that uh, for Carolina or um, for Arizona. But I'm going to keep in the same spot, Carolina 1, Arizona 2. Um, I think that Packers win next week. I think that puts them, uh, keeps them at 3, and then Redskins 4, Vikings 5, Seahawks 6. I think I will say this, though, right now. I do not care who the Vikings play in the in the first round of the playoffs. They are one and done. I agree. Amos? Uh, I agree with how the standings are right now. I think they say the same. But I also agree that I think Minnesota is one and done. And boom, we are finished. We are gone. Stay tuned for the Matt and Nash show coming up. Or the Nash and Matt show. I'm sorry, Nash. Didn't mean to put you last, but my brain's just a little jumbled up from the quick show. Everyone have a great night. Uh, catch us tomorrow, or catch uh, Ryan and uh, Amos tomorrow night for the Show Me Your TV's Fantasy Show. We're out of here. Well, there you have it. The boys were at it again. We hope you enjoyed tonight's broadcast. We hope you had a good night and stay right where you are. Another show is coming up. Y'all come back now, you hear? 